Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Berry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew on this holiday season as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Uh, Last week, we were talking about Boat of the Year nominations, according to Boat Magazine, or Boating Magazine. Uh, We didn't agree with them very much. Uh, They're they're finalists. And uh, I don't think uh, any of the crew... Uh, voted for the same boat or agreed on the same boat, if if my memory is correct. Uh, but Your it could be off. Wrong. Who who agreed? It is a, Barry uh, and Mike Patrick? And bo- oh, Mike and Mike. Mike and I both picked the same boat. Which was, once again, Barry what? Oh, now i got to get out my picture. Oh, see, he can't remember <laughs> the boat <laughs> no, he picked. I, have it, I printed it out. Well, yeah, cheat sheets. If he has a cheat that. sheet, sure, he'll so, remember that. how immemorable that list it, was. It was exactly. The last, it was the last boat. Oh, here it is. Uh, yeah, what was it? It was the... There's the picture. There's the picture. There's uh-huh. the picture. He's got there's a lot of pictures. Picture, he can't read words, so he has a lot of pictures. Has a mini yeah. front end. Kind <laughs> of square in the back. Uh-huh. It was the center console with the diesel. Okay. Yeah. The diesel. Oh, that's right. The Solus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll get you the exact So name Mike and Barry the, agreed that that was the boat four, of the year. The uh, Solus 415CS. Right. Yeah. And uh, so two of our crew agreed with uh, the list. And then uh, Patrick picked the uh, personal watercraft. Uh, the electric first, world's first electric pwc sir which i didn't think should even be in the category of best boat because of the year. you know nothing about boats because it's not a boat i talked here, so here. so many people who agreed with me by the way this week patrick so i don't know you're on a, you're on an island in that regard i think <laughs> but uh we're, we're gonna magazine. leave that we're gonna yeah. leave that live for now and actually right. come up with our own list of boats that yeah. uh, some of the crew believe is the boat of the year that are not on the boating magazine list. Uh, but before we get to that, Zach has emailed us during the week, and he would like to know if we uh, if we have any thoughts on the Scout LXF 530. Uh, evidently, he's a fan of that vessel, and the crew has looked it up, and, and uh, it does look pretty impressive. Maybe it should have been on the list. Do you think, uh, Barry? It's, 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 it's evidently funny to Patrick. But it's it's I don't a know. beautiful. Let me tell you something. It is a beautiful boat. It's a, a carbon epoxy construction, yeah. all cutting edge materials, carbon fiber 50, or something. Yeah, carbon fiber, so it's lightweight. Fifty three feet, five outboard engines. Wow, it's That's beautiful. Great. It it is a beautiful boat. Um, if you win um, lotto or mega, could millions, be a lot of money. It think, would be a huh? lot of money. Yeah. So, Patrick, you think this uh, boat would come in at uh, around the $2 million mark is your best guess, or what do you think? Uh, I are talking about it right before we went I'm on air. I'm figuring that for, for that boat with the engines, yeah, you're you're probably somewhere between 1.8 to 2.2 million mm. uh, would be my best guess. So, and it doesn't make the best boat of the year list if it's over, what, a mil? Uh, no, no, no. That's uh, that is not the criteria that Boating Magazine uses. They, well, I'm talking they about rely. us. I don't know. Or you? What do you uh, think? For for me, I yeah. look. I I think that Scout 
uh, build a very nice boat. I think they really excel on the smaller end of things. Yeah. Not to say that they, they are not performing on the larger side of things, but, um, it's, uh, it's not, it's not a boat that the general public is going to be able to purchase. Yeah. It's just too expensive. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a niche product. I would bet that they're not building, man, if I had to guess, eight a year. Mm-hmm. And they're probably all, I guarantee you, they're all sold that are coming off. Well, Zach, get that, on it then if you want one. I mean, if, if, so if if money isn't uh, an issue for you, I mean, it would be a great yeah, boat, absolutely. right? And, yeah, and I, would go with the, I would go with the Yamaha engines personally. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that an option they're offering? Or are you just yeah, saying you have a choice between Yamaha or Mercury? And okay. they're both good engines, but uh, I could say with my Yamaha for the number of years I have on it, yeah, uh, it's ran really well. Yeah. I'm happy you, with it. Okay. So you just uh, your history with Yamaha, you're a fan. It's not that you just right. like the name Yamaha. That's because your engine is a dumb engine, Barry. Oh, really? uh, it, okay. it is not completely dumb. Dumb engine, dumb pass grade, dumb boater. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know, Mike the Mariner. What say you? You have any comment on this Scout boat, or you think it sounds interesting, or yeah. for Zach? Yeah, or what? I mean, no. Well, um, like Patrick said, Scout makes a fantastic uh, product. They are very well made boats, well designed, well laid out, um, and. Yeah, I like that boat. Okay, um, it's probably not a boat I would, I would purchase uh, just because I like different things with configurations versus that boat. But um, definitely a, a great product. And a you great you might purchase it with someone else's money, maybe, and then take advantage of it. <laughs> yeah, of course, okay, I'm with you yeah. on that one. Okay, so uh, you know, hopefully that helped a little bit for Zach. I doubt it, but at least we gave him our two cents, and we welcome your comments through worldofboating dot com and Facebook and the whole thing anytime. But today, uh, Patrick has the idea that maybe we should go off script from Boating Magazine's list of boats and come up with our own. So, uh, Patrick, are you going to lead off the list or yourself or what, and uh, actually make sure. it a boat I'll, this time? I'll, I'll- I'm going to go out on a limb here with what I, I think a lot of our listeners, just because of the name that I'm going to mention, uh, there, it's got its uh, its supporters, it's got its detractors, certainly, but I have a reason, I have multiple reasons for this being my pick for Boat of the Year, and these are boats that were reviewed, the list I went off of, and it was 190 pages um, on Boating Magazine's website of boats that they reviewed this past year. Oh, okay. I didn't go on that website. You didn't tell well, me. Well, because we, we said it had to be a boat from this year. So we're not, we can't go back and say, oh, it's a 2020 No, no, no. This, model. this is a 2022 model I picked up. Okay. okay. So, well, you're yeah. good then. All right. So my pick for boat of the year for 2022 is the Bayliner Trophy T24CC. Wow. Impressive numbers. And letters. <laughs> so, uh, Bay, Bayliner bought the center console back. Um, this is uh, uh, here's my two main reasons for this for my this being my pick. One is uh, price of the boat um, without all your options and stuff, and there are a lot of options that you can you can choose for it. But uh, base price is sixty seven thousand. 
okay. for a 24-foot center console. Uh, the other reason is it's, it's a very simple boat. Uh, the base engine package, we're talking about uh, moving control cables. We're not talking about fly-by-wire stuff. A very simple layout. And if you're looking to, if center console is what you want, and which seems to be, of course, we know the last five, six, ten years, a big swing in that direction. Center console is what you're interested in. You want to be able to go out with your family. This is a, this is, I think, a great purchase. It's a great offering by Bayliner. Cost and the simplicity of maintaining the vessel as a whole. Another interesting thing that they did is they maintain that full beam going forward where traditionally you would start to see that bow really narrow in. They kept that full beam almost all the way to the forward. So it's got a little bit of what I would call a a bulbous bow to the aesthetic design. The hull surface is still a V uh, running surface. So because of that, you got more space for passengers up front and things. You, well, you've got more space, but you, you the, the boat itself doesn't narrow up as you go forward. So, yes, you maintain almost a full beam going forward. The uh, test boat was uh, with a Merc 225, which I think is maybe a little underpowered. So you might opt, but they've got a couple options there. One, maintaining with uh, the standard controls before you move up to digital uh, shift and throttle. It's a 100-gallon uh, fuel tank. Max horsepower is 300. Nice. Uh, you know, that sounds pretty impressive and uh, well thought out uh, from Captain Patrick. What are the other boats of the year, according to Barry the Boater and Mike the Mariner? We'll find out next, right here on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Posting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. 
Kava screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast have you ever noticed that everything seems wonderful at Christmas? You come flying from the higher place, fill the stockings by the fireplace. So you, ever you, that's good. This is the world of boating. Ever you, that's good. Yeah, Greg. cool, yo. <laughs> well, yeah, it was. It's very cool. Here, I am Greg, your co-pilot and uh, first mate here on the world of boating. I'm a co-pilot. Uh, I guess I could kind of be a co-pilot on a boat, but mostly that's an airplane thing. Uh, I'm a dive master on scuba when I'm scuba diving, but I'm a first mate and charge. Well, I, I kind of dished off the head duties to bury the boater. So oh, that's what, uh, especially during the holidays, I feel it's important to share. And actually, uh, you're a scuba instructor. Yeah, I am. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, Mike the Mariner with us, Patrick. Uh, has just shared his boat of the year. And once again, it's a Bayliner center console. What's the model number again? Give it out there, Patrick, so people can look it up if they want. Go ahead. What are you waiting on? Uh, he's muted. Is he? <laughs> no, he isn't. You don't know? Did we put, I, did we put audio? Yeah, I, hear, I don't hear a thing he says. Oh. So he did something to his audio. Uh, but uh, there's a boat that he picked it's a bayliner i think it was a 27 footer d24 24 okay well say it again what is again a bayliner what t24 cc okay all right i what happened to the days when they just called it a bayliner raptor or you know just i mean that was even even less descriptive cc is center console well yeah well well, okay you could uh center console raptor 24 usually consider you know means the the length of the boat understood well 24 raptor or 24 you know give it a name like a you know a model i i I hate these long drawn out 24 c whatever yeah the greg i like that the The berry yeah All right, so let's go to Mike the Mariner. Uh, once again, last yeah. week we had uh, Boat of the Year, according to Boating Magazine, went through their uh, top five list and picked ours from that list. But now we've opened it up to any boat that uh, you so choose, Mike. So what's right. on your list for this year? Do you right. have one? So, Yeah, so I picked the uh, Pursuit OS 445 uh, fishing boat. It, now it's a, it also has a cabin. Um, and I picked it because uh, we had a, we had a smaller version of this boat, a predecessor for, uh, I don't know, 17 years in our family. Yeah. And I just really like what Pursuit does with their packaging and, and, and the quality of the build and everything. And, and this boat um, is equipped with uh, three uh, 425 horsepower uh, Yamaha outboards. That'll get you. Um, That'll get you has there. has a fantastic top speed for a boat this size. It's a 44-footer, and it'll go 43 43 miles an hour, but at wow. top speed, which is pretty amazing. That's great performance. But at cruising speed, you know, 26 to 28, um, 
you know, you're, you're going to be burning far less fuel. And uh, just, I think it's the right size for uh, a large family to go out and go fishing. Uh, you can go to the Bahamas and spend, spend a week on it and be yeah. comfortable. It's got all the size and the amenities you need. And um, I'm a, a little bit of a traditionalist. I just like the way the boat looks. It's all just right. got a good traditional look. And that's uh, that's not a center console. You said that's a, what is no. it? What is it again? No, it's an express. It's an express. Okay. So, right. so it has a full cabin. Um, it has uh, side, you know, it has uh, uh, a traditional cockpit. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's not a center console boat. All right. Well, that it, sounds pretty nice. Well, what, what is the ballpark price of one of those? you have any idea? Or do you, do you know? Well, new, probably about 1.6 mil. Okay. So it's yeah. it's up there a little bit. But, uh, yeah. you know, he's been good this year, Santa. So, you know, he's probably listening. Good this year. You yeah. never know. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's Mike the Mariner's pick. Barry, you have one, too, I assume, since I, you're Barry I have the Boater. And I'm going to show you a picture of it. Well, that works great on uh, the World of Boating radio show. But there are people that do watch it on YouTube right. and, uh, and Facebook Twitter Live and, Twitch, and Twitch. Facebook or whatever they right. call it. But Anyhow, let's uh, fill um, in uh, the blanks for those that are not watching us. And uh, I, I'm always, <laughs> I am always looking for a boat that can cover a few bases. Uh, and this one's built by Champion. It's called the Champion Explorer. Ah, oh, see, it that's is, more uh, traditional. I, I already, I like it better than the other two already. Just because what is the uh, Champion Explorer? See, that's old school to me. That's like just call it a mod. Come up with a cool name. Well, they call it the EX eighteen OBSC. Ah, oh, screw there them. There you then. go. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean okay. to bust your bubble there. Yeah. Um, why do I like it? First of all, it is small enough that it's not only trailable, but you can probably shoehorn it into a garage, depending on the size of your garage. Yeah, and the so size it, of it is again what? It's it, it. They say eighteen foot, but the actual overall length is nineteen feet. Nineteen feet six inches, which I assume includes the motor. So depending on, uh, like my boat, for example, seventeen foot, and I put it in kind of uh, at an angle into right. the garage, mm-hmm. and I have walk room on both sides. A nineteen footer will probably fit in there, but we wouldn't be able to walk from one side to the other. You have to actually walk over the boat. Right. Uh, but the point is, it's a uh, it's sort of like a dual console, but it has a cutty cabin. So nice. okay. between the cutty and between putting in uh, canvas, uh, this can be a boat that if there's foul weather out there, you're in somewhat comfortable position versus being in a center console where I've been in those storms. You can't hide anywhere. No matter what happens, you're going to get soaked. Mm-hmm. So that's all part of the fun of boating, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about the perfect storm. I was out there one time and I couldn't see a thing. And I'm head down into the cuddy, just looking at my compass, hoping that I was going north. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, a safe way to drive. Right. Well, that was the only way I could drive. I couldn't see anything anywhere. Hmm. Um, and I think the, the name is Campion. Uh, uh, can- well, yeah, it could be Campion. I can't pronounce stuff. It's, it's a company that's in Canada. So, uh, but this is a 22, you know, 2022 boat. Um, it uses composite uh, Kevlar uh, laminate reinforcement, composite stringers, all the new stuff that's out there. Again, it has a cutty. It's large enough in the back. It's good for fishing. It's good for diving. It uses a single 150-horsepower Yamaha engine. So it's an economical boat. It will go to Bimini and back. Okay. And it has its own so, little uh, private room there for you in the cutty. And it has a little cutty. cutty so so yeah, basically, when- Barry picked a boat that he could move up to, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I could. that's... <laughs> That's what all he's thinking right now. I can tell. But mm-hmm. uh, but do we know? Is it Champion or Campion Explorer? 
What is it, Barry? Uh, I, I I will. Well, well uh, you don't know. H in front of the. That's no true. H. There is no. So it is C A M P I O N. Campion. 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 Yeah. Okay. I just put the H All right. In there. Just to make sure everybody knows to look up the Campion Explorer and BS eighteen O B S C. How much, Barry? That's the one thing I can't find on this thing. What is the deal with that? We have another half an hour. I can keep looking, and I'll okay. try to find that. It's for only going to give it to you in Canadian dollars, and that's not real money. Eh? Mm. Yeah. No, yeah. we pay for it in maple syrup. It's a four maple trees. <laughs> and a toque. And <laughs> a who? A toque. A toque and no a donut. What that is. You're wearing no. one, you big dummy. Oh, okay. Come on. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Yeah, what is the deal with that? I mean, well, I, I'm surprised it's so hard to find the price of these uh Boats. It's not normal. Evidently, I, I gave you my price because I was smart. I went to Boating Magazine and, and, and I reviewed what they had this past year. Yeah, but we were talking about this before the show that uh, manufacturer retail price is not uh, a common thing you see on these manufacturer websites. We'll talk about that and a lot more next on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast you're so considerate bringing all this holiday cheer to the neighborhood wreck the most this christmas season this is the world of boating. Greg, first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry, the boater, uh, rounding out the crew. Mike, the mariner, had to go off and uh, buy his boat of the year that he picked. Uh, so he has uh, dropped off, and it is now the four of us. Uh, or it is possible Captain Patrick made him walk the plank because he didn't like the boat he picked. I'm, I'm not sure which one it was, but one nah, of those options. Well, it's actually the three of us, Greg. Um the well, three of us. I didn't make him walk. It, would, it was either you or Barry who made him walk the plank. And, and do want to uh, take a quick moment here to wish our very dear, our very own Bill the Engineer a very yep. happy birthday. Oh, that's right. That's old right. Old Bill. Old Bill the Engineer. Little day. Little older today. That's God right. Social Security's him. getting a little closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. he, he's partying it up out at uh, New Smyrna Beach. Really? 
Okay. Yeah. Well, God oh, bless yeah, them. They got a whole big thing going on, man. Like they Smarter took over half us. the town. Uh, <laughs> old Billy Engineer uh, yeah. turn, turning what? 66 today. God bless him. He doesn't look a day uh, over 67. He's not even close to that. Okay. I'm sure he appreciates the... Uh, I'm sure he doesn't appreciate that. Actually. No, yeah, I, he does. He appreciates it because now people are going to think he's way older. You look great. Look, look great for 67. Dig yourself out. Uh, I did more homework. Uh, you did? You want okay. to know what, what my uh, boat of the uh, year would be? How yes. much it would cost? cost? Yeah. $87,950. All right. Well, that's pretty specific. And I'll tell you what. How hard is, was it this? to find that price? I just looked it up on a dealership instead of the, uh, you know, the manufacturer. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Patrick's having some issues with his audio again there, Barry. But, yeah, you know, it's odd. Uh, when we were talking about doing this right before the show, uh, the manufacturer websites for these boats that uh, the crew has been picking is not uh, readily available at the manufacturer's website. Now, I know there's a lot of, you know, there's a base price and that kind of stuff, and you have to add all this stuff. But I guess that's what they want you to do is go to the dealer website and get the price as opposed to the manufacturer where you may go to the manufacturer website and just find the model or the design that you like, and then you find out what who the dealers are, and then you go to them and then find the price. Is that kind of what you think is going on there, Barry? And Patrick, can you uh, shed some light on that too? Yeah, Barry? Prob- yeah, probably. And uh, this would be a boat that, yeah, if I had the uh, 100 grand sitting around, I think my wife would actually like to go on this one. Because yeah. not only does it have the cutting cabin, it does have a little head built into it. Right. Um, it has everything that she would want where it's big enough, but comfortable enough, but not too big. So, right. All right. A place to get away from the, uh, you. Like, I'm going down uh, below. You run yeah, the boat, that, you big dummy. I've yeah, had enough when of you. It comes right. to, uh, when it comes to pricing out on the websites, yeah. those things that, the reasons why they, they don't do that transportation of boats to dealerships is much more expensive than transporting cars. Uh, usually due to, you know, you can only load so many on a trailer. Mm-hmm. And if you're over eight and a half foot wide, then it's an oversized load. So costs increase. So you have a dealer that's out in Washington state that, you know, a, a dealer in it, or the manufacturer says, oh, yeah, this boat is $68,000. Well, that's great for the dealer that resides in the state where the boat's built, but getting it out to Washington, there's another fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 in transportation that's wrapped up in that. Right. So they, they don't do that. Okay. Yeah. So it's general rule of thumb that the manufacturers don't put like a retail price on their website, but you can we, go we to your dealer. We did it for a time, but we got, uh, I believe we got a lot of pushback from our dealers. On okay. That. So it depends probably on the manufacturers, but I was surprised that wasn't readily available uh, from, from the ones at least that we looked at, but I guess it's a thing. Barry, what do you think? Now, well, you know, as far as transporting them is concerned, uh, Jerry and Billy Bob have a way of transporting more than one boat where they just kind of stack them yep. one in back of the other with a couple of axles underneath them. Okay. Seems to work up there in Virginia, so. Okay. Uh, Jerry and Billy Bob's uh, boat mm-hmm. uh, delivery service. I, I'm not aware of this, but uh, I would probably advise against hiring them. That doesn't sound like a very good testimonial there, Barry. <laughs> but uh, But, yeah, I guess it is what it is. And uh, we'll uh, leave it at that. So we got our uh, list of boats. I didn't pick one because I, I just don't have a favorite. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. You were what? you were given an assignment too, there, buddy. No, I wasn't. I didn't get that assignment. I don't know what you're talking about. There's no assignment. There's no homework for me. The fact that I'm here is enough of a gift 
and uh, preparation. So that's uh, that's all I get to say. You had about to be there because your wife wouldn't let you back in the house. No, I'll tell you, out of the three boats that you guys picked, um, probably the most appealing one to me would be um, I, I kind of like uh, Mike the Mariner's pick because it was a little bigger. It was a, the biggest out of the three. Well, yeah. it was the biggest out of the three, and it sounded like it'd be a little bit more versatile. I think bigger is better. Well, versatile for and doing faster. what? Huh? For doing what? Versatile for what? Diving? You'd have to keep it at you'd have to keep it at a marina. So or or some or, kind or of that's fine. Or, or if I can afford a one point seven million dollar yatchet, uh, that's not going to be an issue, Barry. See, my, See? Greg, you—that's where you and Mike are missing the mark, and that's—that's where—that's where Barry and I. I think the the choices we made, we're looking more towards somebody who is getting into boating, possibly for the first time. Right, uh, is worked hard and is is ready to make that that jump. And what boat? Again, maybe not necessarily entry level, but what boat really is going to kind of get them into boating and not to the point where they are overwhelmed. And I think when you get pursuit builds a hell of a boat, yeah, not taking anything away from pursuit, mm-hmm. but there's a cost associated with that type of boat. There's a cost associated with all types of boats, but the cost for that boat is a lot higher. Right. And well, once again, uh, my criteria was what would I prefer? <laughs> not what I think would be the best entry level boat for the boater. Uh, once uh, again, about you, getting into you proved it. my point. It's all about you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I told you right up front. That's what the one I uh, like. Okay. Bigger's better. I can do more on that. it. Yeah. 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 Money's hey, not um, an option. Okay. Let's go. Good <laughs> Lord. Let's go. All I need is Barry's credit card. You know, and I'll probably need Patrick's too, because Barry doesn't probably have that high enough credit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we start getting into, uh, you know, we're looking into new boats. And one of the things that I know when we were down in Miami, Barry and I were looking at, of course, was boats with digital switching yeah so your traditional uh switches at the helm are going away that's going to continue and here's as i got deeper into these systems there's pros and cons to it uh the and that's why my pick my pick being more of a dumb boat a traditional boat keeps that system simple to where the I think the average person with a reasonable amount of uh, mechanical ability could take care of their vessel, fix their vessel, be able to troubleshoot and repair without incurring a, a, a large repair bill at the dealer. With digital switching, the pros and cons are um, the con is the fact that it's going to be reliant on Internet. Okay, so to... To maintain that system, to upgrade that system, uh, you can operate from your phone. But if it the, the inev- if the unthinkable ever happens and the internet goes down, and what do you do? You lose communication, type thing, or you have to replace. You're you're done. Now on the plus side, here's something you're going to really appreciate, Barry. Yeah, your your uh, potential um, areas of failure, which in a boat. For to electronic devices are many. Mm-hmm. There are two with digital switching. There are two points of failure. There is the uh, call it the Empire bus, which is the brain. Okay, uh, through whichever channel things are assigned to. You mean the communication between equipment? Correct. Okay, but that that's it's it's we're utilizing what's known as an Empire bus for that, and the device itself. 
So on the display screen, if your blower goes, stops working, you're going to get an alert comes across. It's going to let you know. You can reset if you need to. But it's either the bus or the device. All right, more coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast that's a hell of a catch peter guys this is great not only will i be able to put food on the table and pay all my bills i'll also be able to finance my christmas album sessions presents a Peter Griffin Christmas, featuring such standards as... Everybody look at the snow in the yard. And who could forget... I brought these gifts for you, they're up in my bum. And everyone's favorite... La 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 la, la 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 la, look at the bells, look at the bells. Holy crap, here comes Jesus, and he doesn't look too happy. Wow. Merry Christmas. Okay, this is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, bury the boat around and out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information on this uh, holiday weekend. Remember, give the gift of boating. Perfect size, perfect color. Uh, the gift that keeps, keeps on giving throughout the year. Give him a yeah, boat. Buy Just take him out on a boat. You can do that, I guess. Uh, whatever it takes. But give him the gift of boating, not the gift of Captain Crunch. <laughs> Captain Greg Crunch. Oh, boy. You can see these things on YouTube, uh, Facebook Live, and Twitch, and we apologize yeah, for that. Uh, amazingly, Crunchy Greg does kind of go together. Mm. You know, it takes a lot of work to make those, but that's yeah. why I keep them. Okay. They're just so much fun. You say so. All right, so, so uh, we we were talking about the uh, two things that you like about digital swishing or do not. There are two fail well, fail uh, points. No, I was a pro and con. Okay. And the con is, is that now your boat is solely, wholly reliant upon this technology. There's not going to be any way to operate systems other than through digital switching. The plus side is, from a troubleshooting standpoint, if a bilge pump, blower, uh, navigation light goes out, it's going to be, there are two potential points of failure. Most common is going to be at the uh, load or the device itself. Rarely will it wind up being the uh, bus uh, it, as, as a, a failure point. The other thing that I can tell you that we are doing, and I believe a lot of other manufacturers as they make this switch to digital uh, switching technology, is we are setting up uh, battery voltages to where if for some reason the battery voltage in your vessel starts to drop, continue to drop, maybe you got a bad battery, something weird is going on, we will, as the voltage continues to drop, we will then start to lock out non-essential uh, devices so like stereo you don't need that to operate your boat you know because we, we want to maintain navigation lights we want to maintain bilge pump capability a uh, horn uh, and basically kind of a limp mode if you will 
if the uh, if that situation was to arise. Mm-hmm. The Trent. the other the other thing that's really great about it is right now for the display screens, us and other manufacturers, whether it's Garmin as a whole or Glass Cockpit through Volvo Penta, which is made by Garmin, if those units fail, you really need to have the factory install the profiles for those particular boats because uh, you got the splash screens and, and things of that nature. Now with digital switching is if the Garmin was to fail for some reason or the glass cockpit, it is a truly a plug and play because all of that profile is already set up. So you, you switch out the device, upload, boom, the profile is there. Everything is set up for your boat and you should be back underway. So there, so, there are, so the profile of it is backed up in the cl- like your phone. If your phone correct. took a dump and you uh, bought a new one, it would download all of the recent changes and and all of your data back onto the new phone. So that's what this is doing. Mm-hmm. Correct for the profile for that display, so that you know it it recognizes the boat as a uh, Hellfire Twenty Five SC. You know it's going to. Uh, basically reinstall everything and that the, the displays themselves are acting more or less as a router at that point. Hmm. So, so what happened? I mean, if, if the screens and everything just went blank, then your SOL, you, there's no, there's no manual Not, override with a tiller and, and a, a active, active captain. And here's, here's what we we're going to want uh, during the PDIs, during the customer delivery it's everything can be operated off of active captain. So whether you keep a tablet or your phone, uh, download active captain, you have your password, and then you can pull up that display on your phone or on your tablet and operate it off of that. Mm. Okay. Oh, remotely. James Bond style. Yeah. yeah. Well, just remotely. Yeah. And you can but use if, it like if, if, to Barry's uh, point, if you're, if you're out on the boat and your display, uh, a, a seagull hits it. Yeah. Um, something weird happens and it's not operable if you've got active captain uh downloaded on your phone or a tablet that you carry in your sea bag you can pull that up and operate your vessel navigation lights bilge pumps blowers stereo all of that stuff off of that so again pros and cons it's the way that things are going so you're not going to get away from it Unless you've got something like uh, my boat of the year pick, which, again, you've got the ability to have some dumb versions of that boat that, again, you could pretty much uh, get yourself home without getting in any type of trouble. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or sign up for uh, either CETO or uh, that goes without you know, saying. U.S. Yeah. That, that's going to become more commonplace, I think, that, especially with these electronics. Um, I would hope not. I would hope as, as the industry advances, as the technology advances, it becomes, it becomes more user friendly. Certainly people understand it. And that's the thing that you guys have got to understand is this incoming segment of boaters as, as the demographic changes. And this is where I think the electric offerings, I mean, four winds they're unveiling, uh, in Miami, their 22-foot bow rider, the H2E, with that Vision Marine Technology electric outboard, you've got a segment of boating demographic that is going to come into it that's going to be more conscious about the environment, is going to want to leave less of a carbon footprint, if you will. And that's where you're going to see things like that electric PWC, electric outboards are going to be more common than what I think you guys are thinking. 
No, I I don't disagree with that. I think it will, too, as long as they could extend the range to something that someone can use for the day. You know, they could go out for the day and know that they'll make it back without getting towed. Uh, I think they're definitely in the future. But I think you've got a different type of boat at that point. I think for the, again, the the average like this 22-foot four winds is going to be somebody who wants to go out, most boaters, go out for a couple hours. They're not going out doing anything crazy. They want to get out on the water, maybe anchor out, listen to some tunes, hang out with some friends, get on the floaty mats, and mm-hmm. then head back in. That's right. the majority. I mean, haul over. It is go to the boat ramp before they dredged out that sandbar. Thank you very much, Corps of Engineer. Yeah. Um, but launch at that boat ramp, and literally, you could drift. <laughs> you could drift in two minutes to that sandbar. <laughs> it's not much of a trip. Well, I, know. I think uh, it's all going to come down to price. You know, it, I, it's definitely the future. But uh, the more efficient they get, just like I said, whether it's range, uh, you know, on the batteries and things like that. Uh, but price is always going to be a factor, just like it has been well, with electric cars. If they get the, the, the price down, when they get, start getting more mass produced, and they can bring the price down to match, you know, a comparable diesel or you know gas powered vessel, uh, you know, people are going to eat it up. I think. I think it, it well, it'll be uh, the it's thing. The, it's the hull is the hull. It doesn't right. matter. Yeah, it comes down to the propeller the plant. Yeah, um, the the electric motors that they have out there are very robust, very powerful. Uh, so I think it really comes down to the inverter system and the batteries and the price. Storage system. I think price well, is that, a big that's factor. That's where the price. That's where the price point. I think really hits it is the uh, power system. Mm-hmm. Well, that then you get if you're if you're doing your math, you got to how long, how many, how how often am I going to use this boat? How much fuel does it hold? What's my fuel burn? And if I go electric, how does that equate? Where's my break even? Right. On that type of technology mm-hmm. where, man, I'm, I'm happy to be going and plugging in yeah. for two hours to recharge my batteries. Range and price. Uh, when yeah. they, uh, longer range, lower price, and that will be the future. But how soon? Who knows? But I think that definitely is the future. On that, we're going to wrap it up till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life, life is, is better, better as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.